If you're at all interested in things like health and wellness and personal development, chances are very good you've encountered a term called self-care. It seems like everyone on Instagram and YouTube and a lot of people are talking about this idea recently, self-care and why it's so important. But what is self-care in very simple and practical terms and why should it be non-negotiable for you and your weekly routine? In today's video, I'm gonna share my definition of self-care, what I do to take care of myself and hopefully inspire you to do something similar. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been working with men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome jealousy and possessiveness in their relationships, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one -on -one, or you'd like more information about my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. So what is self-care? I mean, the definition is kind of embedded in the term, right? It seems rather obvious. Taking care of yourself, relying on yourself to cultivate habits, routines, tricks, techniques, whatever, that make you feel healthy, grounded, and totally whole as a person. The first thing I wanna say in this video, and in some ways the most important message I wanna get across, is that taking care of yourself is the opposite of selfish. And I mean that literally. A lot of people who watch my content, a lot of people who like what I have to say, a lot of coaching clients who sign up for calls with me, it seems like they feel almost guilty or hesitant about taking time to take care of themselves because they care so much about other people in their life. Their wife, their husband, their family, their kids, whatever, their friends, their community, their workplace, their jobs. They're so invested in taking care of others that they don't make any time to take care of themselves. And obviously, this level of commitment and sacrifice is really beautiful, and there's something to be celebrated there. However, I always think about the airplane rule when it comes to self-care, when it comes to people feeling guilty almost about taking time to take care of themselves. So what's the airplane rule? You'll probably remember on most airlines, I think probably all of them, when you sit down, when you take your seats, when everyone's all boarded, they give their safety routine. And one of the first things they say is if there's a sudden drop in air pressure in the cabin of the airplane and the masks fall down, put on your mask first before you help someone else with theirs. Why do they say this? Because you can only help other people in this situation if you first take a moment to help yourself. And in my view, this is in a nutshell why self-care should be non-negotiable for everyone who deeply loves and cares about the other people in their lives. You're only gonna be able to help them. You're only gonna be a good influence around them. You're only gonna be able to nurture them if you take time first to nurture yourself. If you take time first, take care of yourself. This is why self-care is so important. So if you have any guilt or feelings like hesitation around taking care of yourself, around making self-care a priority, I hope you let them go because taking care of yourself will actually help you better take care of other people. Anytime you feel guilty about making time for self-care, remember the airplane rule. So that out of the way, I'd like to make self-care a little more real, a little more practical for you. And I think the best way you can do this is to spend some time journaling and determine what self-care looks like for you. What are the activities, what are the habits, what are the practices that you can engage in that make you feel grounded and whole and re-energized, maybe after a long day or a long week? Obviously, we're all gonna be slightly different here. I can give you some of mine. I'm an introvert, so I need alone time. It's a non-negotiable for me. If I don't get a little bit of alone time every single day, I get edgy, I get agitated, I get exhausted. I need time to be completely alone. Now, what I do with that alone time during Zach's kind of self-care time can vary. I mean, I love hanging out in a swimming pool, listening to a good podcast or something like that, or taking time to read by myself before bed, or playing my guitar, or taking a walk in nature. These are just examples. I, I could list many more. But the fact is, I've really thought about this. What are the things that I need to do to help me relax, to help me feel re-energized, to make me feel grounded? The things that I need to do that will help me better take care of other people. 
because I get a lot of demands and requests for my time, from my girlfriend, <laughs> from friends, from coaching clients, from people like you watching these videos, sending me emails, et cetera, et cetera. There are a lot of demands on my time. And I know I'm not going to be good at my job. I'm not going to be a good boyfriend. I'm not going to be a good son. I'm not going to be a good YouTuber if I don't take that time to myself. And I'm sure the same is true for you. So I hope you take some time and journal about what exactly self-care looks like for you. And the way you can know if this activity is related to your own self-care is ask yourself how you feel after you've done doing it. Do you feel re-energized? Do you feel inspired? Do you feel calm? Do you feel grounded? Get as specific as possible about what exactly constitutes self-care for you. Part two of this process, again, journaling can be very helpful, is ask yourself, what are the symptoms or indications that are clear when I'm not taking care of myself? What happens to my life, to my mood, to my actions, to my emotions when I'm not taking care of myself, when I'm feeling drained and overwhelmed? And try to get as specific as possible. For example, I'll get personal again. When I've had a really crazy week and I haven't made time to take care of myself, I get edgy, I get irritable, I get kind of just cranky in general. And in general, all I want to do is just go hide. I just, I don't want to go look at my computer. I don't want to talk to anyone. I don't want to see another human face. I just want to go into a corner and be completely alone. But when it gets to that point, that means I've waited too long. In other words, when I really notice that, that intense craving for solitude, that means that I haven't taken care of myself as quickly as I should have because I've hit that breaking point, I've hit that wall. You can ask yourself, what are the symptoms, what happens in my life in general when I'm not taking care of myself? And get as specific as you can about those things, about the way you feel, about how your interactions change, how people respond to you differently maybe. Get as specific and detailed as you can, writing down about exactly what it's like in your life when you're not taking time for self-care. Part three in this process is simply realize, moving forward, that you need to make self-care a non-negotiable. Sometimes it seems like people don't understand what non-negotiable means. Non-negotiable is non-negotiable. Doesn't matter what other people are requesting of you, doesn't matter what your responsibilities are in other areas of your life, you need to make time for you because that's the only way you're gonna be able to be effective in other areas of your life. Make it a non-negotiable. Realize how important it is that you're taking some time, at least a couple of times a week, for you. Selfish time that is actually not selfish at all, as we've already covered. As an experiment over the next week or two, notice when those symptoms that we talked about in part two start to come up in your life. Notice maybe for you, when you're getting edgy or irritable or aggravated or whatever, short with people when you don't mean to be short. Start noticing when those symptoms are coming up and then take that as a sign from the universe or God or whatever that it's time to make some time for self-care as soon as possible. Otherwise, I'm not gonna be effective in my other responsibilities in life. And finally, I would say moving forward, the fourth part of this is look at your daily schedule, look at your weekly schedule, and determine specific times when you can make time for self-care. So for me, there are a couple of hours a week at least, certain days of the week, when I'm completely unavailable to the world. Like my girlfriend can't contact me, my friends can't contact me, I'm off the grid. I am doing what I need to do to feel grounded, to feel whole, to feel energized in my life. It's non-negotiable, I'm off the grid at this time. And sometimes people won't react well to that, especially if you've been engaged in certain habits for long periods of time where you're kind of always available. Sometimes people will have very strong negative reactions to you taking care of yourself. And sometimes, unfortunately, that might mean that you need to set some very, very clear and firm boundaries. And in extreme cases, it might mean you need to cut someone off. If a friend is always kind of leeching your time and they're not okay with you taking care of yourself, chances are good that's not a real friend. That's an extreme example, but you get my point. It needs to be a non-negotiable, and you need to make time for it whenever necessary. Because if you don't, you will burn yourself out. It may take several months. 
It may even take several years, it may even take a few decades, but you will reach that point where enough is enough and you'll have some kind of breakdown is probably too extreme, but you'll hit some kind of wall where you're totally depleted, totally not energized, and that can have some serious and dramatic consequences for your life, for the relationships with the people you love, etc., etc. Remember the airplane rule and always make self-care a priority. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.